0: Hello, hello, it's Brooke DeVard and you're listening to the Naked Beauty Podcast. I'm so excited about this episode. I'm so sorry it's taken me a while to upload it, but I promise you it is worth the wait. This episode is for the beauty junkies. Sarad is a beauty editor at Essence Magazine. She has so much knowledge to share. And this is actually one of the few interviews that actually changed the way that I think about beauty. So since our conversation, I've colored my hair, I've gotten highlights, I went to Diva Curl. I had an amazing experience. I went to the Diva Curl shop down in Soho. If you go on Diva Curl's website, D E V A C U R L, Diva Curl, you can also put in your zip code and they'll tell you where there are Diva Curl stylists by you. They do a method for highlights that's called the Pintora method, where they kind of like paint on the highlights and you can kind of decide where they want to go. And it's actually designed to highlight the natural curl pattern that you have so they're very kind of strategically placed highlights I'm very happy with my decision I used to be so afraid to color my hair and now I see that it's absolutely fine I have to use different products now like I got a special shampoo and conditioner for color treated hair so that my highlights don't get brassy I'm still not 100% sure what <laughs> brassy means but I know that it is to be avoided if you have highlights and you're in the sun a lot Um, and then we also talked about having more fun with makeup and really seeing makeup as self-expression. And so I just went to the BET awards and I did like a white winged eyeliner, which was very different for me. So I love talking to people that remind me that beauty is meant to be fun and it's meant to be a tool of self-expression. And Sarad, I thank you for that big reminder. So Sarad reached out to me for a... New Year's resolution, beauty New Year's resolution story she was writing for Essence. And I'm very proud to say that I've kept to my resolution to make more of my skincare at home. So I've posted some videos on the Instagram for this podcast, Naked Beauty Planet. Thank you all for everyone who's joined. But I posted my oil cleansing method with pumpkin seed oil as well as my nighttime serum, which has sea buckthorn oil, and it's so effective. I highly encourage you guys to check out those video tutorials. And yeah, just try making more of your stuff at home. If you want to start slow, start by making your own body oil. Like you can get almond oil and coconut oil, and then just add in your favorite scent. If you love lavender, add lavender. If you love rose, add rose start with baby steps and then slowly but surely you'll begin to realize, wow, this is so much more effective than anything I could buy at a store. Also, I'm still using my Curology skincare. I've been using it now for a while and I haven't had a breakout in almost, yeah, like almost a month. And I've been traveling and I've had my period and a lot's been going on, but I've had no breakouts. I highly recommend Curology. It's totally customized to you and your specific skincare needs. I have a link in my show notes for all of the naked beauty listeners with that link, you get your first month of Curology free. It's only four 95 for shipping that you have to cover. And then after that, I want to say it's just around $20 each month. I think it is totally worth the money. I've been really happy with my experience so far. So check it out if you're interested in some customized skincare solutions. And yeah, let's just get into the episode. There's so much. The show notes also are extremely thorough. So like, listen, get your life from the show notes. Also, thank you so much to everyone who has subscribed to the show, who has rated the show and left a review. Apple does not make it easy to leave reviews. I don't know why it's so complicated if you find the time to leave a review, I'd be so grateful. I always appreciate all of the love that you guys show me. So thank you so much for that. All right, let's get into the episode. for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. This is so fun. Yeah, no, I'm like really excited because I feel like beauty editor is like the fantasy job in my head and you are like living that life. So I'm very excited to like kind of hear your
1: perspective and how you got into it. Yeah, I'm excited to share. I feel like I have a very unconventional story, so I'm excited to share too. You're from Boston, so you're an East Coast girl. I am. And you went, you stayed on the East Coast for college. Correct. I went to Hamilton College in upstate New York, so people are like, oh, you went to school in the city? I'm like, no, it's like <laughs> five hours from New York City, literally in the middle of nowhere with like cows. And my school was 1,800 people. So wow, the same is actually smaller than my high school. So it was an interesting experience going from the inner city to um, the middle of nowhere.
0: Yeah. And I don't imagine it was very diverse. Maybe that's just a stereotype in my head, but I'm just imagining like... No, there was maybe like 30 of us in my graduating
1: class. Yeah. So again, my school, my high school was, I went to Boston Latin Academy. So it was huge, diverse. There were, yeah. you know, black students, white students, um, Asian students, you know, Latinx students. So it was really diverse. And then to go to Hamilton, which wasn't,
0: it was, you know, pretty shock. Did you know that you wanted to be like in beauty or like be an editor? Like, was that something that you were working towards? No, 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 not
1: at all. I mean, I graduated, so I graduated with a communications and psychology degree. I actually thought me and my sister, my younger sister, we were going to own our own PR firm, which is like, (laughs) that's cute, (laughs) kind of interesting to think about now. But um, no, so I graduated, and I actually worked in finance for a little bit. Wow, Um, that's so different. Yeah. So I worked for um, S&P. I'm on one of their products for a little bit. And then knew I wanted to go into marketing. I guess the PR dream I had in college, I went to work for an agency. Um, And then after that, I worked for a few brands. And then most recently, I worked for another brand. So I worked on the marketing side at Clinique. Nice. Um, And then, yeah, so I, I had no idea that I wanted to get into, like, a beauty editor. I always knew I had like a, you know, love for beauty, was always obsessed with skincare products and beauty products. Yeah. Um, and then a few years ago, or maybe two years ago now started freelance beauty writing.
0: Okay. Um,
1: just kind of randomly I had this idea like, Oh, I don't see any articles about at the time I was really obsessed with Korean skincare. Oh,
0: <laughs> let's, cause you know, I just got back from Seoul and like,
1: Oh my God, wait, what?
0: I just went to Seoul and I only had a day there and I just stocked up on like, I was a psychopath. Like, I was, like... Because we only had a day, so we were, like... He, my husband was, like, should we go visit temples? And I was, like, stop, 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 stop. Like, <laughs> I may not even have to stop for lunch because I just wanted to go to, like, all of the, like, meccas of Myung, K-beauty. Myung-dong,
1: I think, is the, like... Yes. There was, there's
0: dong is like, another, like, very cool area. Yeah. And then... Mayan Dong. I, I don't know how to pronounce it. I don't
1: either. Sorry.
0: but Oh, they have like sixth level. It, it's like being in the future. Like they're so ahead of the curve with beauty and they every, are. all of the girls just have amazing skin and great, great makeup looks. I was just like in heaven. I want to move there. Yeah. I went there. So I went there like two years ago. I actually got LASIK. I surgery you when I went there. <laughs> oh my God. That's like, <laughs> I would be so scared to get something that intense, like in another country.
1: Yeah. But they're like so futuristic and so ahead of the curve. Right. And like, I was doing some research and it was a lot cheaper there and the downtime is literally like twenty-four hours and then the next day I could see. So oh
0: my God. So yeah, so
1: I was there for two weeks and like did you get sent there by a brand? No. This is like before I was okay. an editor. So yeah. I was just like going. I ended up going with a friend. I, originally I was gonna go by myself, but I yeah. ended up going with a friend and it was like the best time.
0: It's so good. So yeah.
1: just shopped and ate so much good Korean food yes. and
0: ended up like going to music. It was it was a great time. I know. And like I'm so surprised at the level of swagger that like even the guys, like Oh my god. You I walk d- into a shop. Like I went I walked into the shop, first of all, they were like playing Odd Future. And I was like, <laughs> what? Like how do you guys have this like hip hop music here? The guys are wearing, like cool, like baggy but not too baggy, like really cool, like almost retro mm-hmm. outfits. Mm-hmm. They have like Great haircuts, like maybe like a one earring hoop situation. I'm just like, you guys are so swaggy. They're so cool. I
1: actually just went to Japan a few weeks ago and I feel like they are like yeah. also on another level when it comes to like style. I know. Beauty too. I feel like I was less, or maybe I'm just like in a very different place, but I was like less obsessed with the beauty when I went to Japan as yeah. I was when I went to Korea. Yeah. I feel like Korea was like mind blowing, but um, yeah, but both have, like, incredible style. Yeah. And I also want to move to Japan now, yes. oddly.
0: <laughs> I, I feel like I, I feel like I want to be a teenager in Japan. Do you oh know what God. I mean? Like, yes. I don't want to be, like, an adult. Like, no. I just want to be, like a, like, a truly young person to, like, tap into the youth culture there. It was so awesome, yeah. And, again, amazing food. Yes. And
1: it was just... And they love black culture, weirdly. They do. Especially, like, going to, like... Well, not weirdly, to, like, like, obviously. Yeah, I shouldn't say, that. Like, <laughs> obviously. Everyone loves black culture, but... They do. And, like, they're so, like, in tune and, like, no, I went to like sneaker stores and like vintage stores and saw like throwback summer jam t-shirts. Oh and I was like, how did yeah. you guys
0: get this? I like- saw someone in a FUBU shirt <laughs> in Seoul and I
1: was like, what? Like, where
0: did you get this? Summer how jam. do you know? That's yeah.
1: funny. Yeah, it was like summer jam, like '02, 2 like 50 cent. <laughs> so I was like, this is insane. But yeah, so you should have gotten that as a good
0: t-shirt. I know. Was I it just- expensive?
1: Was it? I don't even remember. I feel like I went to, when I first went to Harishugu like the first day, I was just so overstimulated that I was like, I walked into a store and I was like, I can't buy anything. I just like need to, I need to like get my bearings and then come, maybe come back. And of course I never made it back. Of course. Which is why you need to buy things when you see them.
0: I know. Literally. I know. It's a little painful for me to talk about this because I saw the coolest Adidas sneakers I've ever seen in my life at this shop in Seoul. They fit me perfectly. And I was like, oh, like, I I was like, it's Adidas, though. I don't need to. Yeah. So I'm walking around Boston (laughs) yesterday, your hometown, on Newberry Street. There are, like, three sneaker stores. Like, there's one, like, cool, I don't know, they curate different shoes. And then further down, there's, like, a cool Adidas concept store. So the first one, they were like, I've never even seen these. These look like Margiela shoes. And I was like, these are Adidas. And they were like, hmm, haven't seen these. Then I go to the Adidas concept store, and they were like these have been sold out for weeks. Dang. They were like, where did you find these? The people are still selling these somewhere? Like, they've restocked. Like, the, you can't find these anywhere. I was like, I was in Korea. And they were like, you should have gotten them.
1: Dang, man, that's,
0: that's painful. But that that's like a true, like, gem of a lesson. Like, if yeah, you see something you love, just get it then.
1: Yeah, you have to, And it, when it comes to anything. Because I feel like you just never know.
0: You never know. You never know. So at what age did you transition? Because I think a lot of people feel like, I'm 26 already. It's too late. Like I'm set in my career path. Like I can't just re-pivot, Like you were doing finance, mm-hmm. and then marketing. So when did you like get into beauty writing?
1: I wasn't. It wasn't until like 28. So it was like my Saturn return, which I'm into astrology. I don't know what your sign. I'm a Scorpio. Ooh, Scorpio, intense. sun, moon, Virgo. Okay. So basically Beyonce, but. <laughs> <that's great. laughs> that's amazing. Um, so yeah, so. It was like around 28 that I started to transition to a new career. So I tell people, you're never too old. And I feel like I still have so many things that I want to do. And like I learn new things every... Every year I'm like, oh, now I want to be, like, a director or, like, I want to do something new, so.
0: That's awesome. So, yeah,
1: so it wasn't until 28, and I'm 30 now,
0: so I've been doing (laughs) 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 it. I thought you were 25. You know what I think it is? I think you dress, like, really cool. Like, oh, you really embody, like, the cool streets. Like, I'm very, I feel like I I know my lane. Like, I'll, like, see, like, a cool, like, jersey and, like, slashed, (laughs) like, baggy pants, and I'm like, for someone else, I'm too old. No, you definitely can't. I I also feel like
1: it's just, like, having fun yeah exactly it's having fun someone at work called me like
0: very quirky
1: so i'm like you know maybe you know i'm gonna take that as a compliment maybe yeah. it's youthful
0: yeah and you i mean you have great skin
1: oh thank you You have like a little
0: angelic like baby face do you <laughs> is it genetic like does your mom have perfect skin
1: um she has good skin i do think okay this is like Beauty editors aren't supposed to say this. I feel like you're supposed to say it's like tons of products, no. but I do think a good portion of it. I know a good portion of it is like genetics, of
0: course.
1: Um, but I do think I t- I've been taking care of my skin for a really long time. Like I said, I, from a young age, I was weirdly into skincare, yeah. and I remember like in college being obsessed with wearing sunscreen before it was cool.
0: Oh my god, yes, um, that's such a major key, and yeah. it's also never too late. It's
1: yeah, exactly. Um, I'm also a grandma, so I get a lot of sleep. Nice. (laughs) Nice. I like to go to bed by like 10 if possible, which is, it's become
0: increasingly harder with my current job, but I do like to try to get a lot of sleep. Sleep. You look so much better when you've had a full night's sleep. Oh my God. When I've had no sleep, I wake, I look haggard. I no amount of moisturizer can fix the situation. And that's when I'm, like, grabbing the concealer. But, yeah,
1: yeah, I think sleep and also water. Water is, like, so key and so important. Um, and also, like, living a healthy lifestyle. I, I try totally. to as much as I can. But, yeah, I think all those things combined with genetics, you know.
0: Play a role. P-
1: definitely play a role. Help you give, give you that natural glow that everyone wants. Yeah.
0: So you've been a beauty editor at Essence since August. Mm-hmm. I feel like in my head, I envision like all of these beautiful, smart black women, like working together. Like it must be really amazing to be, I mean, Clinique is obviously like for lots of different types of people and it probably wasn't the most diverse workplace. Mm -hmm. Um, Is it nice just like working with women of color all day?
1: It is. I mean, I think that there's definitely, like, there are things you don't have to explain. If yes, I come in I with know. my hair straight, yeah. like I did last <laughs> week, or right. um, we can talk about the Pusha Tea and Drake beef, you know? Right. That are, right. I mean, which are, you know, it creates a culture and it just creates yeah. a very different feeling. And I think even in my work, there are things that I don't necessarily have to explain when yes. I'm writing. Right. Um, as right. I, you know, you have to give, like, the explainer. Um, sometimes when yeah. I was writing for other sites, so
0: to be so, like yeah. baby hairs are
1: <laughs> exact when they are laid you know yeah. yeah so it's definitely it's definitely like comforting and nice to be in that environment around you know people that get you on some level that right. you don't have to explain right, or and I don't feel like you're being
0: performative in some type mm. of a way. That's really interesting. Mm-hmm. that's really interesting mm-hmm. because it's also like your reader is probably a woman of color and mm-hmm. then your colleagues are women of color. So I feel like there's a really nice focus in terms of like who you are talking to, mm-hmm. which must make the writing better, right? I think so. And I think you, like you said, you're focused. So right. I'll
1: get invited or people will send me press information all the time about certain celebrities. And I'm like, arya doesn't care about that. Like I don't have- Give me have- an example.
0: Like, will they be like, here's like Emma Roberts- emma roberts or they just send like random white celebrities all the time i'm like people do you not know who our audience is (sighs) do you think it's just a mass email and they're not taking the time to like i think so or people will invite
1: you to events to like get your hair done but people Mm. the people there don't know how to do natural hair yeah so yeah it's it's very interesting or sometimes like i'll just go to events to like scope it out and see what, what happens or the reaction is
0: when, you know, I show
1: show up. That's, I mean, that's
0: really important. Yeah. And you invited
1: me, you know, like I didn't ask to come to this event. You, you extended an invitation. So I feel like on some part you should do your due diligence to see like who you're inviting or when a brand launches a foundation or concealer and they only have, you know, light shades and then they have. Maybe one dark shade or, or they'll send me, you know, I'm like, who is this?
0: Who is this for? This is not who my reader is. So I follow you on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I see your stories. Like, I feel like you just, it seems like a dream job because you were just sent beauty products every single day. And then you're invited to these like fabulous lunches (laughs) with like these table settings made for Instagram. And like, (laughs) you just like, is it that like you just get sent amazing free stuff. Are you jaded at this point? I I really try
1: to hold on to not being jaded, but it is hard not to be like a little. I'm like, eh. Yeah. You're (laughs) like, okay, another Chanel nail polish. Great. I guess I'll like attend this event. Uh, Maybe, but. Really? Yeah, because it is, it is a lot. I mean, you also see how wasteful some brands are mm. and like, which is something I was actually just talking to my boss about today. I'm like, we should do an article on like sustainable beauty brands, like brands that are like, everyone wants to be green. Yes. And I'm using air quotes because it, that really means nothing, but a yeah. lot of brands want to be green, but then they're like sending you these huge mailings or their packaging is like plastic on top of like, yeah a box with more plat, like wrapped in more plastic. So I'm like, we should look at brands. And there are a few that are really thinking about like how they package their products um, and making them more sustainable. So, so yeah, so we did get sent a lot of things, which I'm, I'm very blessed and fortunate. And my friends are very happy. My family, (laughs) my family is very happy because I do
0: share, um, because I only have one face and one head of hair. Yes. (laughs) So is there like, I guess like a bit of a conflict of interest And I don't know what the ethics are around Mm. beauty reporting. Yeah. (laughs) But if you were brought to this amazing fancy lunch and they like get you a car service to the Hamptons to the launch of their new fragrance and then they send it to you and you think the fragrance actually is awful, Mm -hmm. you can't really write that, can you? I just err on the side of like, I'm not going to bring anyone down.
1: (laughs) Okay. But you won't praise them. But I won't, exactly. Like I will, you know... If I like something, I'll definitely talk about it. And even things on, like, my Instagram, whatever. Like, there are tons of things I don't post because right. I don't like them. And I just <laughs> feel like, you know, I don't need to be neg- be negative unless they're doing something that's, like, crazy. Again, like, launching, you know, four shades of foundation or yes. ten with only, you know, one deeper shade. So, yeah, I tend to, like, just not say anything. Right. Um, but, yeah, I don't like to lie. And especially lie to where, like, and say this is, like, so great and you should buy this, which yeah. is also another, like you know, approach I take to beauty is, you know, I don't think you necessarily need to buy a whole bunch of things to feel beautiful or look beautiful. And I feel like a lot of, you know, writing is to push products, but I don't, I don't think that
0: that's, you know, I mean, this is my biggest, I have several issues with the beauty industry, but I think (laughs) one of them is this consumer Mm -hmm. mindset of just your skin will never be as good as it is unless you buy this like tube of exfoliator and like, They've unlocked the secrets from, like, deep sea algae and, like, it's like, okay, we're not, we can't reinvent mascara every year. Like, we can't, like, some of this stuff, I feel like they try to position it in a way, like, you thought you had foundation before, but you need this foundation. Or, like, you may have had concealer, but you need this concealer.
1: Exactly. And, you know, I, again, I think products are great and fun, but I think that there are a lot of other pieces to making you feel... Totally, beautiful and confident and you know makeup and beauty should just be fun and a nice add-on yes. and not a cover-up
0: for any other thing absolutely and a way to express yourself right like you exactly. have this amazing like white line of eyeliner right now that is so gorgeous <laughs> oh, thanks. and you know that's like that's like flair you know yeah, what I mean like exactly. I think that there's so many. I think also as we get older we well I'll speak for myself I start to forget that makeup is like this fun tool mm-hmm. of expression like Deciding what to wear, like, deciding what color you want to put it on your face. And it's easy to, like, get away with that and just get into correction mode. Which is very true. Yeah, I know. I feel like now, as I've gotten
1: older and turned 30, I'm like, oh, my God. Maybe I do have lines. No, But, you know. You're fine. (laughs) Again, I think you just... I like to take the approach, if I'm feeling great and confident, like this morning I got to work out, so I feel really great, yeah. then I'm like, you know, that's
0: when you feel your best and most beautiful. Totally. And so you approached me for an essence story about New Year's resolutions. Oh my God,
1: it's six months into a year, so now I want to ask you how you're doing.
0: So well. I mean, I make all of my own facial serums still. I'm still making all of my own. I was doing body butters before, but now I'm doing, like, my own body scrubs. Oh, wow. I am just... I've started making my own um, flaxseed hair gel, which I was really scared to do. Okay, I've seen lots of tutorials on it, but I've never attempted it. I finally attempted, and, like, I was like, this is great. Like, the more that I make for myself, the more I'm realizing... It's like cooking, right? It's like the first few times you make you can make an omelette for yourself, and you're like, wow, it tastes <laughs> like really good, you know, and I can make it exactly the way I like it and yeah. add more onions and cheese and whatever. Like, yeah. I'm able to, like, tailor my skincare based on, okay, I want more moisturization, so I'm going to add more marula oil or I want mm. more, you know, like, yeah. it's been really rewarding. Yeah, I haven't gotten to, like, the kitchen beautician stage yes. yet. Yeah. I
1: feel like I I am very, like, supportive and, lo- like, love yeah. that. It's not whole, for everyone. Yeah, I feel like... That maybe that'll be my next step, you know.
0: Yeah. Well, you have natural hair. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Yeah. You have gorgeous natural hair. Thanks. And I think that I credit natural my natural hair journey a lot with like teaching me that it's actually okay to like make your own products in the kitchen, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. So I'm sure, like for your for your beautiful hair, do you do like any at home like mixing like honey and yogurt? Like, do you do any of those masks, or you like go and buy something?
1: I usually am testing something, so I feel like right, I'm testing yeah. and trying things. I have definitely made my own. I feel like I always add a little, like, something to a conditioner or, like, a hair mask that I'm using. So, like, yeah. I'll add a little bit of, like, olive oil or almond oil or, yeah, you know, coconut oil. Exactly. To, like, for whatever. I feel like I have color in my hair, so it can get really dry. Um, but, yeah, no, I definitely have
0: and made, like, have yeah. made my own mask before. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's so funny just when you said, like, I'm usually trying products. It's... It's like asking a food editor, like, so what... And it's like, I have I have restaurants to go to every night of the week. Like, I'm not at home, like, whipping stuff up. Like, people are, you know, like, that's, of course you're not making stuff. But yeah, that's usually why. Like, I'm usually tech, tech trying and
1: testing, like, a product for my hair or skin or something. Or, like, even now, like,
0: the eyeliner I just yeah. got. So I'm, like, trying and seeing how it wears throughout the day. What if you try something and it makes your skin break out? Like, t- you know, testing all this different skincare, care. It, it can be a lot.
1: I feel like... The one thing I have been really blessed with is my skin is, like, very... I don't know if this is a good thing, but, like, it can take a lot. Okay, it's not so sensitive. It's not sensitive at all. So, okay. like, I can try, like, acids and, like, all types of crazy things, and it is... It, it behaves. It, yeah, it doesn't do anything too crazy. That's great. And the same with my hair. Like, I've colored it and tried tons of products. Like, oh. at the office people are like I'm not trying
0: this route. I mean I'm not trying this rod you can try it so I'm so jealous because I one I had to I haven't put heat on my hair it's in August it'll be a full year
1: okay how's that been
0: great yeah and the health of my curls is so much better I have to do protective styles for just like a break like yeah, I just it's a lot the it, natural hair thing it can definitely be a lot. a lot and like
1: having to even like washing it like yeah yeah, <laughs> I've, I only recently got to a point.
0: I was one of those people like that would wet my hair every day. Oh, well, I've, I was doing the oh my gosh, what's it called? Not Cherry Lola method. Uh, maximum hydration method. Oh, wait, What is that? Oh, my God. It's like one of these like natural hair torture chamber things <laughs> where like you do like a clay rinse and then an apple cider vinegar rinse. And then you like you basically have to wash your hair every other day completely. Whoa, deep conditioner whoa, detangling whoa. yeah That's but it makes your hair grow at like an amazing it basically makes your wash and goes perfect it's like okay. one of those things where like you look at the youtube tutorials and you're like i'm just gonna do it yeah and that but sounds it's, torturous it's not
1: sustainable no because it like then your hair's wet and then you have to like try to get it dry and i i can't go to bed with wet hair it's like a whole situation so yeah I finally got to a point where I have, like, the right products where I can let my... Like, this is, like, day four or five. Oh, really? So. And is this a twist-out, a wash-and-go? It's a, wa- a wash-and-go. Okay. I feel like I've tried the twist-outs, but the curls just don't... They're not the same. So, yeah, so I wash-and-go, but I let it... Like, I sleep with a silk scarf at night and on the silk pillowcase. Of course. <laughs> of course, of
0: course. <laughs> I can't believe that there are, like, black women in 2018 that don't wrap their... Like, don't sleep with the silk. Are there? I don't know. a single. I mean, maybe. I think there're still women that don't sleep with a silk pillowcase right cuz you need the backup
1: yeah i i think i think that there there definitely are i am not
0: one of those women i have like multiple i also yeah. have ones that i travel with so uh, when i travel That's real <laughs> i bring one with me i well, i was i was traveling for work at something and i forgot my silks like i forgot my sleeping thing And I literally couldn't sleep. Like I couldn't sleep. Oh yeah, because you can like feel your hair. You're like, oh my god, like rubbing rubbing against the cotton of the pillowcase. And I was like, (laughs) probably lost. You know, it it probably didn't make any impact. But yeah, once you start doing that, it's hard to go back. So when did you go natural? So
1: I feel like I've. I mean, I think I had like a kitty perm when I was like eight. But after that, I've had natural hair. Okay. Since. As long as I can remember. So oh, like that's yeah. good. So yeah. you've always been But I also I mean I have been natural, but I was one of those girls in high school and
0: college that would straighten her hair every day. Um, yeah. So and that like, kill, that kills. Well, for me. Yeah. It seems like your hair is a little more resilient than mine, but No, I had like severe
1: heat damage. Yeah. And like it was a thing, like me and my best friend in college, like Friday nights before we went out, <laughs> we would
0: like got that cheese straightener <laughs> out, heat or, like, on four hundred. Fred-
1: <laughs> Frederick for Kai, like ready to go. So then, yeah. So then, after I think it was like until, I mean, and even when I first moved to the city, I was like going to get like Dominican blowouts. Oh my god! Split. Yeah, and, and that heat where like you can literally smell it. Being you can burned smell your hair cooking, and yeah. you like see it like yeah. literally smoking. Yeah. yeah, I remember like going to my hairdresser for
0: the first time that I have now, and I was like,
1: oh my god, it doesn't smoke when you <laughs> like get your hair straightened.
0: That's insane. Yeah. Um, so when you get that Dominican blowout and you have the balance and you're, you're just like, yes. And it literally will last for like a week because they literally fried your hair. Yeah.
1: But now I don't, I rarely straighten my hair. I feel like it's usually, again, it's like if it's a gift, like I think last, was it last week or the week before I got it from a brand? Like you like come in and get your hair straightened? Yeah. So once it's that, I don't really do it. Yeah. And you have a really good cut. Thank you. I just recently got it cut. Where did you go? Honestly, some like... It wasn't like I couldn't get a diva curl, whatever. No, that it was like a place in Harlem that my friend had went to, and literally my cut was forty dollars. What? It was forty
0: dollars. So with the tip, it was like
1: fifty something. Okay. So it was.
0: You'll have to send me the name of that place, and I'll link to it in the show notes for all of my listeners in New York, because it's hard to find people that know what they're doing with natural it hair. It is
1: because my the person the woman I usually go to, Candice, was like fully booked and only had
0: appointments like during the day at one p.m. And I'm like, Candice, a come job. On. Okay, but I'm surprised you didn't wait because I feel like with the hair, like, yeah, I, I'm me personally, I'm not going to someone I've never gone to before to get my hair cut.
1: Yeah, I think my this job has made me very adventurous. Yeah, I'm like it's I'm just down. Hair,
0: it'll grow back. Yeah. I'm very down for whatever. I'm like, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, I want to
1: go like pink or like some crazy <gasps> color for summer. Oh, my God. And maybe a little shorter. So I think this was just like a first, yes. a first snip. And yes. then I'll probably
0: go a little shorter. Yeah. And have you figured out, I can never figure out like 3C, 4A, 2B. Not 2B, oh that's goodness. not a thing. But like, have you figured <laughs> out like what your hair texture is? Like... Are you, like, a 3C? Like, I don't know. You have, like, loose ringlets, I guess.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I say I'm, like, a, what is it, 4C at work and everyone gets mad at me. But oh I my just, gosh, it's yeah. only because I don't know. I yeah. think.
0: <laughs> I was going to say, like, I don't think you are. Because uh, yeah. you have, like, you have, I wouldn't say your hair texture is, like, kinky. No, it's more, like, curly. curly. But my dad is Somalian. So okay.
1: I feel like that's where I get my hair texture. Oh, yeah, yeah, My yeah. hair yeah. texture from.
0: So have you been to Somalia? I have not. I'm sure it'd be really cool to get into their beauty scene and like what they've got going on. I really want, I really want to do like a trip. I mean,
1: so last year I went for my third year I climbed Mount uh, Machu Picchu, but I really wanted to go to Kilimanjaro. So I feel like that's another trip i have to do. Yeah. And go to like Tanzania and smile and do like the Horn of Africa. So. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Eventually, eventually. I know. I need to do something. Yeah. Between traveling and beauty. Like
0: you said, there's so much. There's so much. Well, I really like my dream is to have like an Anthony Bourdain (gasps) style beauty travel show and just like go all over the world and just be like, so what's the beauty culture here? Like, what are the Mm -hmm. like ancient techniques that you've had for forever? And because every culture, just like food, has like distinct beauty culture. Exactly. I feel like I've had that idea. I want to
1: be like Samantha Brown growing up, but just other like traveling woman. Yes. And then do it for beauty. Okay.
0: Well, like maybe we can like (laughs) do something together and like pitch it because I think. I was saying this to you before, but I think that beauty content is so much deeper than people give it credit for. I mean, I don't have to tell you; it's yeah. your it's your life's work. You know, <laughs> you're you're in the industry, but there's so many interesting stories to be told with beauty. Mm-hmm. And I think that especially now we're coming to such a realization about like women and and, and representation and how we choose to represent ourselves mm-hmm. and self care, like the whole self care movement. Like it's a very interesting time to be in beauty, right? Yeah, I mean, like you said, I think there is now more space and we're demanding even more space
1: to tell those like nuanced stories because I think in the past it's like, beauty for black women has only been presented in one very particular narrow way. Yes. Um, And beauty is something that touches all of us every day even if you're someone that like is not a quote unquote makeup person. Oh yeah. You you wanna feel beautiful and I think Mm -hmm. that's the essence of it. So I definitely think we're in an interesting time where people are wanting to share those stories Mm -hmm. and look at those stories Mm -hmm. and think about beauty in a very different way as opposed to a very like surface
0: level, you know, this is one dimensional type of thing. 100%. Yeah. And I think I'm curious to hear from you kind of what you've observed around how race is treated within the beauty industry, because, Mm -hmm. you know, you go to events with like Allure and Glamour and Vogue and all of the other beauty editors. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like there is a difference in the way that because Essence is a magazine for black women, do you feel like there's a difference in treatment? Ooh, ooh. oof. I definitely think that there, yeah. I think (laughs) you don't don't have to be coy. I mean, because, yeah, let's talk about it. You you see a difference.
1: I think that there are in terms of like, I mean, and again, this is something that me and my boss have observed and even necessarily the events that we're invited to, but also who shows up to like the quote unquote black events. So Mm. like, you know, a brand that is typically for, you know, African-American women, our hair or whatever, it'll be just us and maybe a few other women or the black women that work at those publications that will show up as opposed to, you know, other editors that show up to the magazines. And if you're supposed to be a magazine that represents everyone or wants to talk to everyone, you know, it's interesting that only certain people show up. So, yes. So yeah, it's definitely, it definitely is something that I, that I have observed and seen.
0: Yeah. Because yeah, if you are speaking to, everyone then you should have also white editors cover events that are catered to women of color the Mm -hmm. same way that black women have to cover events exactly so we go to like you know an event for a brand that you know maybe doesn't
1: suit our reader but like you know there's something to learn and discover and there's new technology or like newness there yeah um so yeah and there are definitely women that don't show up to
0: or other publications that don't
1: show up to those black quote unquote black events.
0: Right. Have you had a chance to go to any of the Pat McGrath events? Oh my God, I did
1: like, and I'm such a Pat, like I used to watch her with like Tim Blank, like back in the day, like backstage. Style.com. Yes. So I remember like the first time I I still have it saved. Like the first time she sent me and I'm using air quotes, it was obviously from the PR brand, but it was like a handwritten note. And I was like,
0: Oh my God, Pat McGrath. That's like, I would frame that.
1: Yeah. And then for not this latest launch for her palettes that are,
0: I think they may be out now the mothership
1: the mothership but she it's like a smaller version of like the original big one so it's just like six colors and it's maybe like 60 bucks so it's like half the price yeah um she had an event again it was like super beautiful downtown and she was there so we got our makeup done by like people from her team and then she came in like almost floating floating in
0: like you know in her yeah all black (laughs) this is what I love about Pat McGrath she is like the makeup queen of the world, but you will never like see her with a stitch of makeup. She is like I have on this black headband and a bare face, and I dare you to say anything about it. Yes,
1: I'm like if she gives me like a real interview, I'm like who makes her headbands? Like
0: I oh, I know, know. I she. I, I've already said on this podcast the day that I interview Pat McGrath, I'm just going to retire, like wrap up the <laughs> podcast. Like oh, I, it's possible. You you definitely will, but that will be the peak. Like there won't be a point in doing it after it because
1: she's she's one of a kind and she's so nice I know
0: which is like Okay, you usually, like, I, it's sad, but you think most people aren't going to be nice in right. real and, and, life. I mean, fa- I mean, I've worked in the fashion industry. It is like cutthroat and brutal, and mm-hmm. there are lots of very not nice people. And mm-hmm. to succeed to be like at the top, top, top of the food chain in the bitchiest industry of all time, to be that nice is insane.
1: Yeah. She was like, come on, darling, like taking pictures, Aww. taking selfies with everyone.
0: So that was also a pretty awesome. Yeah. Event. And I love that she's like on Instagram and like she gets it. Like yeah. she somehow stays so like young. She and does. I know. I don't even know how old Pat is. She's ageless like <laughs> she is she's just like an icon she and she also I think she is one of those few people that makes it clear that being a makeup artist is being an artist
1: oh my god yes yeah. so when at this event she had like all of her I guess like inspiration like books on books on books of yeah. like what she's done from every show from like the like color swatches to like images that like inspired her yeah. and she said I don't know maybe it's somewhere in like Paris or London but she literally has like rooms of archives Ugh. and we
0: we're like what are you gonna do with all this like you have to share this with the world I know she was she's like, like when I'm ready I will because <laughs> it took her a long time to even create her line yeah and we, we didn't really talk about your hair color because okay. so as soon as I take these crochet braids out one of the things I'm gonna have to do something because I always have to do something yeah I've actually never tried crochet braids how are they oh well do you do protective styling I've had so many bad experiences.
1: Okay, like, not so many, too bad experiences with getting braids.
0: Oh, like, like individual, like...
1: Mm -hmm. And it, like, literally ripped my hair out in Yeah, that I was, like,
0: never again. I think micro braids are probably, like, the worst thing. I used to do them all the time. Mm -hmm. Looking back, it's so bad for your hair, obviously. And then when they're, like, the big jumbo braids and they're too heavy, it's like, yeah, here, I'm just going to take my headphones off for the purposes of demonstration. Yeah. (laughs) See, like, what's cool about crochet braids is that it's see, it's just um, it's cornrows. Ah, and they literally loop it in. And they I just loop like, it I'm, in. Yeah. And so, like, I can get to my my whole thing is like when I used to do like weaves and stuff, and like I I did a weave with a closure once, and I was oh like, that I, I really I'm trapped. Wanna... <laughs> I need being able to reach your scalp is like so <laughs> important. Like yeah. you can't I, feel I like can't you can breathe. Right. I yeah. can't not get to my scalp for a month. Yeah. I've never had. I mean.
1: M- I haven't gotten around to it yet. I really want to do, like, a wig story because I've also never had a wig.
0: Same. And wigs are, like, the biggest just, thing right yeah. now. The girls, they're like, don't cut your hair. Don't
1: dye it. Just, and like, just get a wig. Wigs. So I really want, like, a blunt,
0: like, bangs
1: and, like, blunt cut, even though yeah. I have one now. But really blunt cut with a yeah. the, the wig.
0: I think with, like, wigs and weaves and, like, natural hair, I think it's all... Some people are very... A lot of women with natural hair are very, like, militant mm. about it. Oh, my God, no. Right. Yeah. And it's just, like... This is a cute style, and yeah. it's my own hair, and, like, it looks, like, Yeah, it's as much of an aesthetic choice as a weave, I think. Oh, for sure. For me, at least. Yeah. And I think that the only time that it gets to be troubling is when you don't. You were not willing to wear your own hair And there's some women that wear wigs so much that they're like Literally they don't ever wear their own hair Oh out. yes,
1: yes, yes, yes I, Yeah, I thought you were going a different way with like The whole natural hair thing and how people are like Too very, crazy and militant mm-hmm. And very like, if you wear any type of like Straight hair, you don't love yourself <laughs> yes. Like, which to me is also the other extreme Like there are these like Hair sha- like hair shaming Is like yeah, really like, real And like yeah. crazy to me But yeah
0: yeah, it's like, and like, I have
1: met women who love themselves yes. and are proud and happy to be black who have perms. Yeah. Or like a 22 inch blonde it, 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 weave. Like, yeah, it is their. I mean, I think it's their choice. And I right. think what the natural hair movement was so great about is that it allowed us to have, you know, to right. have a whole other choice that we may of not course. have had before. So I think
0: policing people's hair and bodies is corny and dumb. So I'm not with it. I know, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. (laughs) But you should try crochet braids because I think it's a good protective style. Most people do, like, the big curly ones, and I've done those before. Mm. I just, my hair just felt so big that I was just like, Mm. it's too much. too much. Yeah. And even with my own natural hair, I keep cutting it into, like, a short tapered cut. Okay. Because I don't think, in my head, Mm -hmm. I want, like, this big afro, but, like, in reality, it's a lot. I don't.
1: Yeah, I feel like those girls on Instagram and like oh, yeah. the YouTube girls yeah. that have the like, like the really, huge. I'm like that is a lot. Of, that's a lot of product. I feel I like know. that's the other reason I cut my hair. I was like, I'm using too much damn too product. Much product. I
0: know. I use. I have short hair and I use. I use so much conditioner. Yeah, like, it's criminal.
1: At first, I was like going through a bottle a week. I'm like, this is a lot. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So those girls, I don't know
0: how they do it. I know. So sorry. This is like a long <laughs> way of me getting to your color is so gorgeous. How okay. did you? decide on like this would you say these are like like golden brown highlights
1: kind of it so i originally like went to again okay, to a brand diva i went to diva curl or diva sean is the salon oh
0: yes and mm-hmm. they have a special color thing that they call they call it something their color um
1: is it like balayage or something i don't know if yeah. that's new but okay. maybe that's what they
0: yeah um i originally wanted to go to scissor red what's that
1: like this like like when SZA had like the orange oh, oh oh hair. I yes, thought you were SZA? saying
0: like a name of like I wanted to go to this place SZA Red and I was oh, like what that is that place I've never heard of it okay when SZA's she, red hair yeah yes. like red
1: orangey like right and I went to her and she was like girl no <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> because the health of your hair is usually very compromised when you do a dramatic dye job yeah
1: so she was like how about we like take it and it used to be a lot lighter so I got this done in November so it's faded quite a bit and then when I got it like chopped it Mm -hmm. took most of the color off um so yeah so she like did a situation highlight Mm -hmm. orangey blonde and um yeah and so I've had it since November but before that I also had blonde ish highlights um and yeah you just like
0: I mean people are very scared of color but I think you just but the extra care, you seem like you take really great care of your hair, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I just, like, I feel like I've gotten over the heat damage, and now my hair is healthy again, mm-hmm. but I feel like if I just, like, throw color into it, it may just get too crazy. But it's funny. I was interviewing um, Danielle Prescott. She's got really blonde hair, and she yeah. was, like, when I look at pictures of myself with, like, my dark hair, I'm just, like, oh, so boring. Like <laughs> That's how like I a, feel, too. That's why I'm, like, I want to go pink now, because, like... Like, the blonde highlights is not enough. It's not enough. Yeah. What is your... What do you okay? So I feel like in beauty, you can either be passionate about hair, skin, make. Obviously, we love all of them, but like, yeah. what's the thing that like you are like passionate? About? Oh my god, skin, skin, yeah, skin.
1: But it has slowly transitioned to makeup. Like mm. I like to really have fun and like. Like I said, bright liner. Gl- yeah. I have, like, a glitter liner that I wear all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, just during the day, just on a Wednesday. Just to, yeah, just yeah. to go to work. And they're like, Sarad, where are you going? I'm like, I'm <laughs> coming here to hang out with you guys all day. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so, yeah, so it really is skin. Like, yeah, I was, like I said, I was obsessed with the Korean skincare method. And I feel like I'm not as, like, diligent in terms of, like, 10 steps. But I, I still, you know, take yes. take care and time. Tell me your AM
0: and PM routine.
1: Ooh. Okay. Let me start with the night because I feel like that's probably more fun. Okay. So I oil
0: cleanse. I'm a huge
1: like proponent or like
0: I I love love oil cleansing. (laughs) Yes. Is it your own oil or are you buying some expensive (laughs) overpriced oil from someone else? But you know what? You're not paying for it. Yes. So then I'm not as judgmental. Okay.
1: Yeah. I love this like Tatcha oil, the Camilla oil, which is pretty
0: pricey, but it breaks (laughs) down the makeup really well. Have you ever putting it out there, yeah. l- turned around the bottle, looked on the back and just seen that it's like castor oil, rosehip oil. Like, they, like, yeah. you know what's in it? Yeah. Do you know what like the main ingredient is? It's probably like castor oil or...
1: That one? Hmm, I don't know. Actually, I don't know that okay, one. But it's yeah. Tatcha? That's yeah. the brand? Yeah. Okay. It's like a
0: Japanese brand. Okay. So, yeah. So I oil cleanse and then... You should I will- explain what oil cleansing is because actually... Like, I feel like I'm used to it, but a lot of people aren't familiar with oil cleansing, and people, I think, are afraid to put oil on their yeah. face.
1: and people that have oily skin always think that they can't use an right. oil. So, oil cleansing is basically, you use some type of an oil, so you can use a coconut, like Brooke was saying, you can use something that you have at home, coconut oil, mm-hmm. olive oil, mm-hmm. argan oil, um, and you use it to kind of break down the grime, the grit, and yeah. especially the makeup. Yeah. So, when... You wash your face with your like water-based cleanser or powder cleanser. You know, it's just a, like a second kind of wash. Yes,
0: yeah. Um, and all you really need is like a warm washcloth.
1: Yeah, exactly. And just, like
0: you just put it over, and, and then it's like you see
1: it's so it's actually like oddly satisfying it's too. So satisfying. You see like all that disgusting yeah. grime go down the sink. Yeah. So yeah. So I use oil cleanser, and then I'll use some type of another cleanser. Okay. Lately,
0: I've been into powder cleansers. You talk to me about powder cleansers. I haven't entered this world. Yeah, they're like either
1: they're great for traveling which okay. is also why I'm obsessed yeah. with them. Um, yeah, so it's either like a, they're usually like enzyme powder, like enzyme powders. Mm. Again, Tatcha, I feel like this is, this is not an ad for Tatcha, but they have <laughs> no. like a rice, a rice um, powder cleanser. Um, so yeah, so you just like put in your hand and then you add a little bit of water okay. and then it kind of gets gritty and like a little, not really foamy, but.
0: So like it kind milky. of exfoliates too, it sounds like.
1: Exactly. Okay. But gentle enough to use every day.
0: Okay, nice. Or...
1: I do use the Glossier Milky Jelly Cleanser. Okay, people love that. They do. Um, but yeah, so I think it's really great at making sure, because of that like slippy, slimy texture, mm-hmm. it does take away the like the yeah, cup. So yeah, so then I'll wash my face. And then, because I'm a little like, Crazy, I'll take like a makeup wipe or like a white towel to make sure I got everything okay.
0: off. Okay. Okay. S- um, I mean, same. Yeah. After I double cleanse, <laughs> after that I do a toner. Like I just put mm-hmm. witch hazel on a cotton pad and I just like make sure that there's like nothing
1: there. Yeah. I usually do like an exfoliator first. Oh wow.
0: Okay. So, wait. So so okay, 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 wait. Wait. So we're okay. So we're on step. We're on step two. You've done the powdered cleanser. Yeah. And now step three is just a makeup wipe. Yep. Okay. Now what's step four? Some type of, like, a ex, like a gentle exfol, oh, wow.
1: chemical exfoliant. So I'm obsessed with, like, <laughs> P50. Okay, what's P50? So it's by this brand, like, Biologique Richard. Okay. I don't know how I first... Oh, one of my friends who had a Korean skincare blog. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but this is a French brand. Okay. Um, and, like, people are diehard fans. Some people really? are not because it, it is pretty strong. Okay. But yeah, so I'll either use that or I've tested... I was testing, like, Ren had a, mm. like, a a much more milder, gentler kind of exfoliant that is safe to use every day.
0: Okay, so are you more into chemical exfoliating or physical exfoliating? Chemical. Okay.
1: Yeah. I feel like, exfoli- like unless it's a powder cleanser that becomes really, really soft mm-hmm. and like fine, I feel like you're kind of tearing your skin. I feel like it, yeah. unless, unless it's like a sugar or something really natural yeah. that you're making yourself, yeah. I kind of tend to stay away
0: from it. Totally. Um, I can see that. Yeah, A lot of the like, physical exfoliating cleansers are just really harsh.
1: I feel like and you can kind of, like, feel like, I don't know.
0: I'm trying to remember. Oh, uh, Cure Gel. Do you know about Cure Gel? It's, like, this cult. It's a Japanese Mm. exfoliating product, and it's, like, a watery, like, gel texture. And then as you're, like, rubbing it in your face, it, like, you get, like, the dead skin, like, collects. It's really, weirdly really satisfying. Ooh, it's called Pure gel. gel.
1: Okay, no, I haven't heard of it. You can get it on Amazon. All right, I'm going to look it up. It's,
0: like, a really crazy exfoliator, and they're obsessed with it in Japan, and I discovered it recently, and it's really good.
1: Cure gel, okay.
0: Okay. So now you're on, what, we're on step four. You've exfoliated. Yep, and then
1: I will use some type of, like, an essence or, like, oh, a serum.
0: You're so <laughs> Korean. You're so Korean, literally. Like (laughs) until I was like shopping in Seoul, I was like, "What the fuck are essences?" Yeah, and an essence is different from a serum. The essence is is, like lighter and more watery, and I'm like, "What is this water?" Okay, okay, you have to. What are essences?
1: (laughs) They're they're just that. They're like a serum. They're usually like targeting moisture, like helping lock in moisture in the skin. But it's the particles are obviously a lot more like they're smaller so they can get absorbed Mm -hmm. right into the skin so while the skin's still wet you want to like tap it into the skin (laughs) (laughs) no i'm love i love it i love it okay so wait
0: who makes your essence
1: right now oh my god i really sound crazy i'm using one from kogendo kogendo which is a japanese brand okay Um, when i went there they gave me some when i went to their salon So, so yeah so then i'll use that and then a serum Sometimes. So okay. I've been using this one from Ole Henriksen, which is like a vitamin C
0: serum. Nice. Vitamin um, C is always good on the skin. It is, and great for hypopigmentation. Mm-hmm. Um, Pause on hyperpigmentation for a little bit, because mm-hmm. I think that growing up, I had a very adverse reaction to like, if you see anything that's like brightening, whitening, you're like, mm. oh my God, like I'm not trying to bleach mm-hmm. my skin. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, in Asia, of course, everywhere it's like whitening mask. Like, And I got one of these like snail cream things and it was like an overnight sleep mask and it says like like whitening sleep mask yeah and so you like feel like oh my gosh no but it's what I've realized now is that it's their way of addressing like hyperpigmentation yep and especially for dark skin if you have if if I have like the smallest blemish and I touch it and I you know it leaves a mark yeah and just to even your skin tone Mm -hmm. you know you have to go to those like brightening whitening like Products. kind of scary adjectives used yeah. but i've realized to like not be so afraid of it because it's not like you're actually like lightening your skin yeah exactly yeah. nine times out of ten i mean unless you read I, I forget
1: like not hydroquinone but one of those ingredients i think it's i think it's hydroquinone yeah that like is literally bleaching you're probably fine yeah um so yeah so brightening and whitening are usually yeah 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 kind of synonymous in those in that context yeah um and then yeah so was maybe a serum Then I will put on some type of like a
0: moisturizer. Lately, I've been into like sleeping masks, which I... Again, very Korean (laughs) of you. You are literally like a K-beauty girl. (laughs) Sleep masks, though, are great.
1: They are. They are. Although, I think... Was I... I feel like there was some article that said that they're kind of BS, but...
0: No, because I think... Well, okay. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. But I think that your skin... Your body does a lot at nighttime. Right. For sure,
1: in terms of, like, regeneration, and yeah. Totally.
0: So it makes sense to have on something mm-hmm. on your skin as your body's, like, doing all that stuff, right?
1: Agreed. Okay. I think so. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm doing it.
0: Yeah. So and what's so your sleep mask? So that's your moisturizer.
1: Usually, yeah. And then I'll put an oil on top
0: of it. Oh, my God. Girl. <laughs> so you're, like, you started this by being, like, I'm not really doing the 10 steps. So, like, I think we're at, like, 12 now. Okay. So what oil do you put on top of everything? Like a facial oil? Some
1: type, yeah. Okay. So... I'm not making it. Lately, I've been trying one from, like, um, used to the people. They have some, like, goji berry. Yeah. Light, like, whatever, serum. I
0: am not serum. Oil. Oil. Um, so, yeah. So, I'll do that. You know what? Do you ever think, if I just didn't do, if I just mm-hmm. washed my face with a barbed dove soap and put on, like...
1: Yeah. I, does that bother you? <laughs> like, to think about... What, in the morning, it's a lot lighter. So maybe I okay, know, so that's okay. my...
0: Okay, but you didn't mention eye cream. Are you not... I'm not like a... What is that? eye cream?
1: I don't know. <laughs> I really do not know. And like, I'm sorry to all the brands out there, but I haven't found like I one
0: know. I'm obsessed with that I really like, that okay. I really believe in. This is so consistent with every single Naked Beauty. But I have never had someone like... Everyone's like... I'm like, what about your eye cream? And they're like, nah, I I'm could. i always looking for another. Like, no, I haven't heard a single person no. say, like, this eye cream has changed. And I have, I definitely have, like, fine lines under my eyes. Apparently, I, mean, I can get Botox for it. Like, mm. apparently, there are things that you can do to actually make a difference. But I don't think eye cream is one of them.
1: I have not a do it I stand by that. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> eye cream I, is just like, meh. Nah. And yeah. I'm only using one if, like, I have, like, I think now I have one because, like,
0: Someone sent me one But I haven't yeah. been using one yeah. For months before that Yeah So yeah Wow it's because you do All ten of these steps Do I you do, do anything to your hair Before night Like do you put Like do you seal oil on the ends Before you wrap it up No You just Mm-mm, Do you just put, put, put it in a pineapple see- situation I do do a pineapple Okay So I do a pineapple With silk scarves Sleep on a silk pillowcase Okay Okay And then what about on the body Like are
1: you putting like oh, Cream yeah. on your feet And then socks on And then like Oh yeah especially In the winter I mean in the summertime To preserve a pedicure Oh yeah I feel like that's a A good tip but usually at night, I take a shower. I will, like, I don't exfoliate every night, but I try to. like the body few, exfoliation, yeah. Yeah, a few times a night. And then I'm also, like, a greasy mess. So I, like, put on shea butter <laughs>
0: yeah, and same. then, like, oil on top of that. <laughs> same. My husband's always like, why are you a seal every time you come into bed? And I'm like, if you want the skin to be soft, like, you have these to are the preserve. things that have to happen. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, yeah, so that's for the body. Nice. And then the morning, I just, like, wash my face, like no cleanser, like just wet it so that it can absorb.
0: Sometimes I put on an essence, sometimes I don't. Okay. Now, are you one of these psychos that like filters their water to have like soft water? You know that a lot of beauty people do that. Like they filter... Oh, my God. Oh, no. Okay, good. No. Good.
1: I mean, I can totally... Don't give me, like, ideas. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it's, I, it's a real thing. A lot of people, even in their shower, they get, I, like, you, a soft water filter. I,
1: I have been feeling that, lady. Like, my skin has been really dry, even though I hydrate. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to look into this. <laughs> look into it. <laughs> I,
0: I have not gone this step, but uh, I guess, like, the tap water in various cities can be, like, harsh, and it could be, like, you know, hot, hard water versus soft water. So, yeah. some people, like, add filters to their... Hmm. okay, yeah. I'm going to look into it. Yeah, I mean, t- I mean, you're splashing it on your face. It probably matters how, like, pure how the water efficient. is, yeah.
1: Oh, for sure, yeah. I think so.
0: So you don't re-cleanse in the morning, obviously.
1: Not unless I, like, work out, and then it's, like, sweaty. Yeah. But typically, no. And yeah. then I will just put maybe some type of, like, serum or oil, and then I just use sunscreen. Yes, what's your sunscreen? Oh, goodness. I, I feel like I hate being a fangirl yeah. of this... Sunscreen, but the Glossier one
0: is really good. No, that's great. That's amazing.
1: It's really good. There is also one by Suzanne Kaufman, which is really good, but it's a lot more pricey. Yeah. Um, and what's the other one? There's one more that I really like. Oh, there's one by is it Five Lab or Red Lab? I'll have to send you a link. But that one is also really good because it like also has properties of like a good moisturizer. So you're also like doing good things for your skin, but has like above a SPF 30.
0: Have you tried the Shantikai? No, someone
1: else just so was talking good. to it's me like about one hundred
0: and fifteen dollars.
1: Some I'm gonna like call it in. I'm gonna call you, it in a Yeah.
0: Do you under I feel like if I was a beauty editor, like I would be so unethical. Like I just feel like I would be like, I'm writing a story about and just like literally just like refill everything that I need. Or maybe that's ethical on beauty, but like I don't
1: know, you I would But then we'll start asking about where the stories are. So oh, you got but it is summertime, so, you know, I'm testing sunscreens, yeah. so... And
0: I like Murad's vitamin C oh, yes. sunscreen they a lot. They also have a good one. Yeah. Have you tried these, like, mineral SPFs, like, the powder SPFs?
1: I actually saw some girl at um, Indie Beauty Expo last year that had some. I didn't try... I'm just, like, very weary, yeah. because yeah, like, It needs
0: to work. Like, I'm not...
1: And I have, like, deep a deeper skin tone, I'm like, I can't be out here looking ashy, yeah. and <laughs> I just, it's just a no. So once I find one
0: that I'm, like, yeah. liking, yeah. I just stick with it. Speaking of ashyness, one of the things, it's been such, like, a godsend for me. Like, I, you know those loose setting powders? Yes. I didn't, I I only recently got into powder. I had never used powder until recently. Yeah. Well, I was using the Laura Mercier loose setting mm-hmm. powder for forever, and it was, like, it made me look ashen. Like, it was not a good look. Oh no. And then someone told me about, like, Sasha Buttercup. It's, like, some cheap, like... Mm. It's, like, a gold... It's, like, a, it looks yellow. Like, okay. it looks like... The powder itself looks yellow, which is you wouldn't like banana think.
1: Banana powder? Is that what they call
0: it? Yes. There's, like... Ben Nye is another brand that makes this, like, thing, I think, called banana powder. This okay. one's very similar. It's... Uh, the brand is Sasha Buttercup, I think. Okay. And it's, like, this yellow setting powder, and it's just... It, like, makes your skin look so, like, finished. Ooh. It's yeah. really good. I don't do it for like every day, but it's a really good powder. S- yeah, mm. setting powder. Do you have like oily skin? No. Okay. My skin definitely is on the dry side, but okay. my skin is sensitive, so I just can't do Get too much. Got it.
1: Got it. Because I was, I'm scared. Because I have dry skin too. I'm scared of like powders because it'll make me look like dried out.
0: Yeah. This one, for some reason, I think you know? that a lot of the powders are mineral mm. based. Okay. You try it all. Mm-hmm. You see it all. Like. Yeah, there's probably very few things that that are, like that people like really love that you haven't been exposed to.
1: Probably. probably. <laughs> so
0: I'm very interested to know like what your like top like the current beauty products that you're obsessed with now. I am dying to know what they are.
1: I feel like all the beauty products, honestly, that I'm obsessed with are the ones that I loved before.
0: Really? Getting into. Oh my gosh. So like, okay. So so the tried and true. Mm-hmm. So what so are again, they?
1: My P50. Because okay. I feel like if I don't have it, like my skin looks terrible. And it's this
0: exfoliator?
1: It is. It's this like chemical exfoliant. People
0: have, it's like cultish that people, really? people really love it. Do you go in and need like the beauty boards? Like I'm like on Makeup Alley. I'm on the skincare reddits. Like.
1: I I I dabble. I'm like not that deep yeah. because it I don't post. Dark. I just lurk. I okay. lurk. Yeah, I lurk. it is. It can be a dark hole. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. Um, but I do. I do definitely like. I'm also. I'm a big YouTube person. Okay. So
0: I'm like deep. Like I can watch YouTube for like. So hours. who are the YouTubers that you follow? Because I'm like sick of everyone I used to look at.
1: I also love the old. Like I still like Jackie Iina. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay. Yeah. A, a, a beautiful black woman, not not knock, knocking her hustle. Mm-hmm. I love her personality. Yeah. I personally feel like midway through her tutorials, she looks really good, and then it goes on for yeah. another ten minutes, and I'm like, you didn't need to do all that. You didn't need to yeah. add like the glitter and the yeah. I I by the time percent. she gets to the lipstick, I'm like, no, it's it's, it gets it's a lot. Much. Much. It, yeah. it, it's definitely. An Instagram look you know Yes. Yeah. It's, it's the people look. are at home following this and then like going into biology class in the morning do you know what I mean like it's a very different yeah I don't know I can't imagine being a young
1: woman right, right. now I think it's like
0: all of those tutorials are putting on a full set of lashes I'm like does this does every tutorial need a set of lashes Well, it's not it's, it's not complete to, unless you've got the contour and the lashes and like the gradient brow and then like the crease cut and it's like this is just like, it's a lot. And like yeah. you said, they're just going to biology
1: class. And a lot of the girls, yeah, they're like young of girls and young women. So,
0: oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. So, Jackie Ina, she's fun. Anyone she is else? fun. Um, So
1: like Patricia Bright. I love her.
0: I discovered her recently. (laughs) Okay, yeah. She's but she's She's I feel like she's less of like a beauty because I feel like she'll do her tutorials and she'll be like, I have no idea what the hell I'm doing. But she's just funny. She is, she's great. I she worked with Bobby Brown not too long ago. Okay.
1: And so I got to meet her and I was literally like freaking out. (laughs) Is she really nice? (laughs) She was so sweet. Yeah,
0: she seems she was like so she's nice.
1: So yeah, so I'm a big YouTube person. I'm trying to think of the other products that I absolutely love. Oh, I'm like really into bronzer.
0: Mm, which I don't have a good bronzer. What oh Which bronzer do you use? So
1: there's this. I don't know if it's from like Amsterdam or Copenhagen, but like Scandinavian. Okay, and I'm not gonna pronounce it. It's like K J E R something. Okay. Weiss is a brand. Um, but the thing I love about it, first of all, the packaging is beautiful. Okay, I think I, I might love have nice it packaging. with me, so I'll show you. Okay. And then you can, once the palette is done, you can put it, pop in a new one. So oh, you literally okay. don't have to buy the whole package again.
0: Yeah, and that's so much more sustainable. It is. Because every time I buy I'm like, I'm half of this I'm sure I'm being charged for is just like the stupid the bottle. Yeah, yeah. So that's really good. I'm really into bronzer. Like someone today was like,
1: oh my God, were you like tanning this weekend? I'm like,
0: no, I just put on some So you do bronzer like what? Like on the apples of your cheeks and like, where do you apply bronzer?
1: I use bronzer kind of like a highlighter, especially Mm. this one because
0: it's like a cream. I'm also,
1: I only use like cream blushes and cream
0: Ah, highlighters and like
1: cream bronzers. Wow. Um, Anything I can just like use with my hands because I'm not the
0: biggest brush person. You don't have like beauty blenders and like, what are those? Like they look like oval toothbrushes, like those rose oh my God. gold. I'm
1: like, Artemis. But what are those? They're like, okay, those brushes are
0: bomb. I don't,
1: <laughs> they it's, they are an invest, investment.
0: Yeah, you but... get them for free. <laughs> Literally, can you just send me your cast offs? Like, yes, I'll bring
1: you a package next time. I'm just, you... I just,
0: it must be so nice to just get everything for free.
1: I am like, that's also why I feel bad when people are like, you know, what are your favorite products? Because I'm like, what I'm telling you. I like to tell people things that I would actually purchase. That's how yes, my barometer yes, of like yes, if it's a yes. favorite product. Okay.
0: So the P fifty thing is like, yeah.
1: Oh, I buy it because they're like, Girl, we don't need press. We're not sending that to you. We're <laughs> yeah, not yeah. Sending yeah, that yeah. to you. Um, the Any bronzers. hair products
0: you like? You've like just gorgeous hair. Like
1: Ooh, I've really been liking Amica. Amica. Um, what's that? It's like okay, it's a brand If they need help, they can call me because I don't think that they are catering to Black women, but their products do work. Really? It's like A M. I'm a terrible spell. A I K A. Okay. Um, And they have this like new curl defining like cream and gel combo that works really really well. Wow. Okay. Them and I also love
0: um, Orbe.
1: Every. Oribe is the third so person
0: good. That is like everyone now you got me like obsessed with Oribe. Everyone's like everything they make like everyone loves it. Oh my it. god, they have a body oil that is like out of this everyone world. Everyone love and people love the scents. I'm not it's, up on Oribe. Yeah,
1: they're so it's so good. Really? But again, pretty pricey. But they have like bot like body polishes and like shampoos and conditioners and curl
0: creams. Body polishes is another thing where I'm like just take out brown sugar and olive oil It and is like literally that's it like Quite literally, that's all you need. And a little, like, lavender,
1: if you like that.
0: Add in your essential oil of choice, and, like, boom, you're done. People pay so much for body sugars, and I'm like... Yeah, that one's, like, pricey. Like, sometimes they can be, like, 60 bucks. Here's my (laughs) thing. Here's my thing. This is what I'm trying to wrap my head around in terms of, like, the beauty industry is moving more and more towards organic ingredients Mm -hmm. that are from Earth that anyone with, like, an Amazon account or a Google account can, like, find out where they are, right? So I think before when the beauty industry hid behind like a scientific mix of mm-hmm. like our biologists have been in the lab and like they've created this complex chain of chemicals, then you feel like, okay, I cannot make that. But then when I see facial oils mm-hmm. that are like $170 and you look at the back and it's like rosehip oil, like <laughs> it's literally like like I know. just oils, how can they then justify the price? Is it that people are just lazy?
1: Yeah. I think so. People are lazy. They find something that works and they want to stick with it. And, or they don't know. I feel like we're very tapped in and like, this is like what you do. I think there's still people out there that don't know that like people are paid to like post things on Instagram. You know, (laughs) I think we are just like so jaded because you're so tapped in that, Yeah. The mom in the Midwest no offense to anyone in the Midwest, but yeah. the mom in the Midwest who's like going to a Sephora Alta, like they don't know. Yeah. And they're just like, Well, I saw someone like post about it and they
0: really liked it. Yeah. That's
1: how it's, it all still works.
0: Yeah. That honestly though, it really like it really inspires me to continue like posting like how to do your own stuff at mm-hmm. home because I think that once people see that it's actually it's easy easy
1: it's easy and like it's ec- like it's economical on so many fronts like environmentally like financially like it takes a little bit of effort but it's like cook, like you said cooking exactly
0: mm-hmm. exactly imagine if you had to eat every single meal out there are people that do <laughs> yeah I guess <laughs> and those are the people that will never make their own thing yeah exactly okay so. what about the beauty trends that you're just really over and you're sick of seeing but I think, honestly, the biggest thing that I'm... The trends that I'm over
1: is, like, anything having to do with, like, cultural appropriation or mm. people claiming that they don't know something when there's a whole wide internet ind- <laughs> web out there. Um, yeah, I feel like that's the only thing I'm over and people, like, using that as an excuse, you know, like, using ignorance as an excuse when it really isn't anymore. Appropriation on any fronts. I feel like there was even a recent article about, like, Nicki Minaj, like, appropriating, like, Asian-American
0: culture, okay, which, like, people ch- don't really talk about. Yes, when the Chun-Li artwork came, I was like, so she the chopsticks are in the head, like, this is okay? Yeah, it's, like,
1: crazy, which, you know, and even that double standard, you know, like, know. we get, if
0: that had been, like, a white woman, exactly it would be outrage. Yeah, uh, we would be I dragging. An, yeah. and- I asked an Asian friend of mine who's also a Nicki Minaj fan, If it was... And he was like, no, I don't care. I love Nikki. So Mm. I think it also depends on, like...
1: But I had people in my, like, DMs that were, like, really upset about it. And they were, like... That were Asian and Asian-American were, like, this is insane. Why aren't more people talking about this? Yeah. So, so yeah. So I'm just, like, over any kind of use of that. But, like, even the... Like, there's so many fun gimmicky trends that they're annoying, but...
0: Yeah. And it's also, like, they're for the kids. Like, let them have (laughs) (laughs) fun. You know? You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, hey... When do you feel most beautiful?
1: I feel most beautiful when I feel strong. Mm. Um, when I'm like either working out or I wrote something I'm really proud of. Um, yeah, when I feel when I feel strong or like when I'm when I'm confident, mm. you know, is when I feel feel most beautiful, which has nothing to do with like makeup or products <laughs> yes, or anything yes. like that. Um, but yeah. That's my I feel
0: most beautiful. That's amazing. That's amazing. Well, Sarad, thank you so much for coming on the Naked Beauty Podcast. You chose tea as your drink of choice, so we can like Cheers. toast with our teacups. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you for having me. This oh was gosh, awesome. Of course, of course. I feel like I've learned so much about the whole like beauty spectrum. Yeah. It's a, it's a
1: wild, crazy world and it's yeah. only getting like crazier and more yes. intense. Yes. But I think it's also a fun time to be like thinking or working
0: and, totally. you know, creating in the beauty space totally totally mm-hmm. i will link to sarah's instagram so you can follow her and follow all of her amazing writing are you on twitter also i'm recently on twitter one okay, of my 2018 welcome. goals was to get on twitter okay.
1: lauren at work shout out to lauren got me on twitter nice. got me set up okay and now i like tweet I'm yes, tweeting. okay okay amazing
0: all right so i will link to everything thank you guys so much for listening thank you